0: with Alice, Sweet Alice. We told you guys we were going to head back to the 90s and we were going to discuss 1992's Mikey. Directed by Dennis Dempster. Written by Jonathan Glasner. With cinematography by Tom Jewett. And distributed by Imperial Entertainment, Sterling Home Entertainment, Ascot Video, and Cineglobe. Brian Bosnell plays Mikey. Josie Bicep plays Jesse. Ashley Lawrence as Sean Gilder or Miss Gilder. John Deal as Neil Trenton, Mimi Craven, which is my love, Wes Craven's wife or former wife. As Rachel Trenton. Whippy Hertford as Ben Owens, who has been in movies like Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, among a few others. You definitely, once you've seen him, you know exactly who I'm talking about. His eyes give him away instantly lemon ward as mr jenkins and david rogue as david oh, i didn't even realize he had the same name and mark venturini as detective jack reynolds but wait before we go to the lineup do you have any backstory on mikey no all i know is that it's low budget i mean it was released straight to video i couldn't even find a budget on this so Mikey is actually considered to be one of the video nasty videos which is actually um I don't know how to describe video nasties it's just one of those things that are forbidden like people really don't mess with it and it's just because like some of the other movies we've talked about previously people aren't used to seeing kids like this actually they banned this movie in the UK
1: Yeah, because
0: of the James Boulder case. You are familiar with that one, right? Mm -hmm. So for our people who aren't familiar with that case, we'll give you a quick little rundown. Basically, there was a three-year-old, and I believe he was at the mall with his mom. His mom was at the counter paying for something, and all of a sudden, he wasn't there anymore. Turns out that two kids, like 10-year-olds or something like that, lured him away, and a few days later, I believe they found him on the train tracks, I believe. I'm not sure if they found him in a field or if they found him on some chain checks, but I know that it's a very, very long extensive story. If you go on YouTube, I'm pretty sure there are plenty of true crime videos explaining the case better than I'm doing right now. So, Jonathan Mm Glasner, the guy who wrote the movie, Mm -hmm. he spent years working
1: on shows such as Alfred Hitchcock Presents, Freddy's Nightmares, and 21 Jump Street.
0: He worked on Freddy's Nightmares? I love Freddy's Nightmares! I didn't know that. Cool. Yep, yep, yep. But anyway, we're going to get back to Mikey. Janae, you ready to meet me in the
1: queue line? Yep, let's go.
0: Howdy, survivors. Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines. Because this here is a wild ride.
1: Janay, I'm
0: scared. You want to go to the queue line with me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So in today's Q-Line, Mikey is going to be our last movie review for our Kids in Horror Month. And I figured our cue line would be a little fun today if I did a little game with John a. While we wait for this movie. She's totally scared. Actually, while we wait for this ride. Right. <laughs> so check this out. Janae. i I'm going to name the names of different kids in horror. Some of them might be badass kids. Some of them might not be badass kids. I want you to tell me what movie that they're from, okay?
1: Oh, God. I'm probably going to
0: fail. I'm going to name seven names, okay? I'm going to go one at a time, so I'll say the name and you can guess, okay? This okay. first one should be super easy. Gage.
1: I don't even know what half these children's names.
0: <laughs> you want a hint? Yeah. Um, Stephen King. Oh, Character. It?
1: Nope. Um, it wasn't it?
0: Nope gage gage creed
1: i feel like i know this you do
0: but it's not coming oh, to me it's not coming to me i really like this movie they just remade it in 2019 oh pet cemetery yes
1: <laughs> that's the was thing i knew i knew it i, <laughs> I see the little boy <laughs> face in my head
0: i was like Gage. okay um our next kid is reagan Oh, um, The Exorcist. Yes, that that's my great. movie,
1: especially the um, because I used to go to the steps all the time in DC. Oh, remember when she fell out the window and landed on the steps?
0: Why did I just never put that together? That I live here and that's there. <laughs> we have to go. Okay, don't distract me because you got to get this right. Okay, so you got two for two. Okay, Isaac and Malachi. This don't sound like a movie I've seen. I think you picked it in your list. Actually. Oh, Chosen of the Corn*. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. How do you not know? You picked the movie. Because uh. I told, are you forgetting these kids' names? Samara.
1: You said Tamara. Samara. Samara. Mm-hmm. Is that the
0: ring? Yes. Look at you. <laughs> See? See, it's not that hard. Charlie.
1: now there's a bunch of movies with charlie in it um well it's not charlie from the charlie Factory. um i know that it's a uh, six cents no no uh wasn't his name charlie no. in the sixth sense what no. was that little boy's name i'm not telling you <sighs> charlie 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 see now i'm thinking about no that was the other it's this movie where she it was a split personality and I can't think of it. I don't know. I'm thinking of like another movie where the father had a split Her last personality. Her name is movie. Graham.
0: Charlie Graham. Oh,
1: see, now I'm thinking it was a boy.
0: I oh, probably should have said it was a girl. Charlie Graham. Yeah, I don't know. The answer is Hereditary. Hereditary? You haven't seen Hereditary yet? No. Oh, sorry. I haven't <laughs> even heard of that. I was <laughs> like, what is Hereditary? Okay. Henry Bowers. This is number six, Henry Bowers. Henry Bowers. You actually said this one. This sounds familiar. You definitely. Oh, said the six cents. No. It. Yes. Oh. This is correct. Okay, Johnny. You've made it. You've gotten five out of seven. You're doing so so good. This next one. Oh, it's the last one. Yes, the next is the last one. (laughs) And it's going to be a little toughy. I'm so sorry. Oh, gosh. Who is Samuel or Sam?
1: That's the movie that I was just talking about with the split personality. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the movie. (laughs) Hide and seek. No. No. Dang it. I feel like you in a ballpark, though. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. I feel like I know this. Isn't that that movie with the little scarecrow thingy
0: thing? I think, I think you might be talking about the right thing, but it's not a scarecrow. But I can see where you got that.
1: I literally just saw it in the Halloween store
0: that's a cool costume what they did no it wasn't a costume
1: it was like one of the little decoration type things that you can buy and stick outside it was kind of creepy oh that's
0: scary if that if if you're correct that's scary i can't think of the name of the movie though sam what's sam's last name so i can help you out i don't even know if they say it
1: with the scarecrow and the pumpkin you just did the halloween costume Oh no 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 not no that no! not that one. Oh. No no, not Sam. Not from oh. Trick or Treat.
0: No, he is a little baby, but no, not him. Dang mm-hmm. it! <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Sam is from the Babadook. The who? The Babadook. You haven't seen a Babadook? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, five out of seven is not bad, John A., I'm like, I've never heard of those two movies, Hereditary and the Babadook. I'm like, oh, what? Hereditary is going to rock your world. Babadook, yeah, but Hereditary is going to fuck you up. I've only seen it twice. I know all about it, but.
1: Do I need to watch it in the daytime?
0: <laughs> it don't matter when you watch it. It's going to fuck you up anytime. Oh, my
1: gosh. Like,
0: you can watch it in bright daylight and still be like.
1: Because my butt be watching this? these, I've been watching these movies at like 12, 1 o'clock at night when I'm finally done doing all the stuff that I need to do. Okay, watch Hereditary at that
0: time if you want to. Mm-mm. <laughs> and it's like people at home, like you guys know, if you've seen Hereditary, you already know. Like it started off slow, but once it hit the ground, it's sonic. It just Mm-mm. take off. Like, say it to BJ and see how he reacts. Just say what you think about Hereditary. I haven't seen it though so he don't spoil it for you. (laughs) But just watch his face. So, with that being said, guess what? I think it's time for us to get on this ride. When we come back, guys, we're gonna be talking about 1992's Mikey. You're
1: gonna have to be very patient with him in the beginning. Get him placed with adoptive parents as quickly as you can.
0: They took him away
1: from his real parents. He was abused or something. I don't know. Who are you? I'm Mikey Trenton. The Trentons don't have a kid. Now they do. You don't love me. That's not a toy. I know that. Mikey, no! Um, I'm calling to inquire about a former student of yours. His name is Mikey Trenton and he's in the fourth grade. Pilgrim's bad, so the turkey is fixing it. Officially, this case is closed.
0: put that down, it's not a toy.
1: That's what use. Ah. Hasn't he ever been checked out? Psychologically? Life is full of accidents. What are you talking about? The radio. It's not safe. Why not? Don't you know anything about his history? He's a wonderful kid. He, he's perfect. Yeah, he's too perfect. I've been doing some research into Mikey Trenton's background. If I had a girlfriend, I'd do anything for her. I think that there's something very wrong with Mikey. There's something very strange about him. I think that Mikey's in love with me. He's only nine years old. Why don't you like me anymore? No. Mikey, no! People aren't the ones to be scared of. Living people are. I need all the information you can give me on Mikey Trenton. What do you want, Mikey?
0: It's psychotic behavior. Mikey just needs a good, stable home. Remember, Jason and Freddy were kids once, too. We open up the movie with Mikey lighting a match. He blows it out to open to the title card, but the scene instantly comes back and we kind of get like newspaper burning over the title card or over the opening credits rather. It's then revealed that his five-year-old sister or stepsister, Beth, is in the basement with him. When Mikey's foster mother finds him burning the papers in the garage, she yells at him and takes Beth away with her. Mikey yells that he hates her and that she's not his real mother. So this is when we kind of put two and two together that you wouldn't say that unless you were actually adopted. A little later he takes Well, she also smacked
1: the crap out of him. And oh my I was gosh, large. she did. This movie's starting off wild. First you setting off you setting stuff on fire, then your mama slapped the mess out of you, and you yell, You're not my mother? Like damn. You're not my dad. <laughs> I was like, dang,
0: <laughs> less than five minutes. <laughs> little sister Beth is sitting little sister Beth is sitting at the kitchen eating milk and cookies when Mikey comes and just starts bothering her, asking her like why didn't he have her why didn't she have his back when mom came in yelling about the newspaper. So he takes her doll and he like runs into the swimming pool. As he teases Beth by taking her doll and running around the pool, they eventually end up on the diving board and he drops her doll in the pool. Beth is then trying to reach for her doll as Mikey's being a butthole and bouncing on the other end of the diving board, harder and harder, causing Beth to fall into the pool and eventually drown. That poor little girl. I felt so bad. And the way he just sat there and stared, you didn't. I said I did. Oh. (laughs) I was about to say, no, wait, Johnny. every other episode, I feel like I've been the one defending the crazy, okay? I was... (laughs) Public service announcement, she does feel bad. She does feel bad, people. Not doesn't. But at this
1: point, literally, this movie was only legit. It was uh four minutes and 45 seconds into the movie at this point.
0: Yeah. Like, this movie like, hits the ground running. No game. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, dang. Meanwhile, Grace is upstairs in the tub until Mikey does a pop-up on her. He claims that his parents doesn't love him because they always punish him. Then he grabs the blow dryer and he just starts to slowly taunt his mom by like swinging it back and forth. And she's telling him to stop, but does he listen? No, because he swings the blow dryer into the tub, then electrocutes his adopted mother, Grace. Later, he lays down steel marbles on the ground as his dad comes home and discovers Beth Floating body, he freaks out, runs towards her, and slips on the marbles. Busts through the sliding doors, landing on his back. Mikey then comes out with a baseball bat and begins to beat him in the head. Uh, Did you notice how they, like, cleverly set up the bat thing?
1: Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, like, at this point, I was really confused as to how old this kid is. Because how the heck you just gonna sit there and bash your father's head in like, that, well, he's supposed to be 10. But... Found out he was at the end of the movie. I found out he was nine.
0: Yeah, it's like in the movie they say 10, but then later, I mean, in the beginning they say nine, but then later on at the end they say 10. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about, but I don't know which one it is. I don't know if it's nine. I wrote nine. Well, in the movie, I feel like yeah, in the movie, in they, the movie said
1: they said nine because I have it in my notes that they finally <clears throat> mentioned the fact that he was nine because for the longest time I was trying to figure out how old this kid was. But also, why are all these children, 9, 10, 11, and 12, psychotic?
0: Because I guess that's the age where it popped out. Jeez. I guess. Michael was six. Not this Mikey, but Michael was six. So, I guess they said that's too sweet. Six-year-olds are kind of evil, though. I'm not going to (laughs) stunt. The police soon end up at the Kelvin residence after being alerted by a neighbor they then find Mikey hiding in the closet after scoping the scene and checking on the bodies. They automatically assume that this had to be done by someone else considering that Mikey was hiding in the closet. But we can instantly see that this little boy is psychotic by the way that he instantly just switches. Like he's charming them already. He's he a goes, liar, liar. <laughs> he goes as far as to make up a suspect saying that it was a guy in a brown car with a red shirt and lying about not even being home when it happened. He says that he was coming home from the park.
1: He said the guy had bushy hair. Right. Oh, you a liar. At first,
0: you know what I thought he was about to do? I thought he was about to say it was an African-American, and I was about to say, come on. But I'm glad they didn't do that. So anyway, the detective assumes that the victims had to have known the killer because nothing was stolen out the house, and the bodies were so far spread apart that it had to be, like, a regular day in the office. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, regular day at home, you know what I meant. We next see Mikey acting out the opening scene with dolls that his psychiatrist has provided for him. The psychiatrist then lays out a brown car with a a guy in a red shirt driving next to it and asks Mikey about who was in the car. Mikey says that his mommy didn't know him and that he, as in Mikey, needs to go outside and see what happened because this guy is gonna kill his family. He's really hamming it up. Like, he's, like, staring out in the space as he's talking. His voice is super slow and light. It's just, like, that real kid innocence that people buy into. So they end up diagnosing him with trauma and emotional scarring, but they also suggest that he is ready to leave the facility. However, the adopted Aunt Kelsey doesn't want anything to do with him, like, just straight up out the gate. This is probably the smartest person in the entire movie okay we're just gonna establish that now from here people Everybody's we got one right? character that's kind of smart and I kind of get pissed at the end but we're I'm not gonna spoil it right now even though you should have seen the movie you probably know who I'm talking about we will get well there. actually I found out that a
1: lot of people had never heard about this movie
0: no I've just seen it for the first time this month
1: I didn't hear about it until after you told me
0: about it. like and it was like I kept seeing it I've seen this cover plenty of times and just never looked at it. But then I was doing a challenge for October and this kind of fell into the category and I was like, well, just forget it. I haven't seen it. I was trying to watch movies I hadn't really watched or seen before this year. So I'm glad I watched it. But anyway, (laughs) we're now following Neil and Rachel Trenton, which are going to be the new adopted parents of Mikey. And they're meeting him for the first time. So wait a minute, let me talk about how Neil hands Mikey this bag. He hands him the bag, but it like opens. But then the second thing, I'm like... You dick. When you meet a kid for the first time, you get on their level. I know some people don't deal with kids, so they probably don't know. But if you want a kid to trust you and interact with you, you have to like get on their level to make them feel comfortable. I guess is the best word I'm trying to say. But I know it's a movie, and I shouldn't read that much into it. But anyway, the
1: whole time Mikey kind of looked like a little Chucky doll in that airport. And I
0: was, I'm gonna, I was gonna bring that <laughs> up in the end. I actually have a little thing about that. Um. <laughs> So as they're meeting each other, Mikey points out that his bag is coming and the first thing I point out, why the hell does he have still have that bag? I said the same they thing. They didn't collect too. that for evidence? No, he probably hid it. So y'all didn't do y'all job. Basically. Cause, cause I wanna I also wanna know where did he hide that camera? Because how did y'all not find that camera or that bat? Mm -hmm. But that's what I definitely
1: wrote down. I was like, not bringing the bat he used to bash his dead foster day. But he (laughs) also
0: gives us a cute little pun here. So his dad was like, see, I knew he liked baseball. So do you like to pitch? And Mikey goes, yeah, but I'm a better hitter. I'm not going to talk about it now. (laughs) I'm going to try to stay on track so we can get through the movie and then do our little tidbits after. As the Trenton family drives home, Rachel is kind of showing Mikey, like, his new neighborhood. And I guess they, like, drive past a pool or something. And I don't know if you caught this really dark joke that Mikey makes. He says, "Um, oh, I think I'm going to like this because swimming is my favorite thing to do. Which means you could have saved your sister.
1: Oh, it was something about the lake. Yeah. Because they have a lake behind the house.
0: Yeah. I'm like, so you could have, you could swim this whole time. So you could have saved her or at least, like. I don't know. Something could have been done. I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be, like, a dark... Something alluding to him killing Beth. So then, the next thing I notice in this next scene is the music. This movie is very... 90s usa vibes with lifetime channel acting yes
1: i was like what in (laughs) the world it reminded me of like those movies or not even movies like those scenes that you used to watch in school that try to teach you a lesson yeah that's exactly how the acting is um
0: have you ever seen that one that they show you about driving drunk and he like dies but then he sees himself dead you never girl I know some of y'all know exactly what I'm talking about I had to watch that in driving school and this is exactly it had that same music the same it's definitely acting. giving after school program PSA something like oh that. oh my gosh definitely so when they get to their home they're greeted by their neighbors the Owens family which they're just waiting inside so I'm like who let y'all in we all in there the whole time anyway 90s logic doesn't matter we meet mrs owens and we meet ben and we're also told that there's an older sister named Jessie. the boys explore mikey's new home and this is where we also learn that rachel creates and tends to aquariums and we also learned that mikey is starting to take an interest in these little baby fishes saying that he wants to take care of them i wasn't really sure when i first seen that, i was trying to see like where were they gonna go with that plot line, I kind of thought it was going to go somewhere else. Because they started talking about they're separated because that fish eats its babies. So I was trying to see was there like a parallel there, but I don't think that really goes anywhere. We also meet Sean, or Mrs. Gilder, which turns out to be Rachel's best friend and Mikey's fourth grade teacher. Rachel and Sean talk about Rachel's anxieties about being a new mom and adopting a kid, especially one like Mikey. That has been shuffled around, which we don't learn in the end of, well, during my research, I learned that this, the Trentons, is about the third or fourth family that he's been to. Not
1: the third or fourth. Excluding
0: his original family.
1: Dang. Because she said like, was...
0: he's been shuffled around. So we only seen him with the first family, the Kelvins. Yeah, I thought it was like his second family. And now we see him with the Trentons. Family. But apparently, this is the third or fourth, so we don't know which one it is. But either or, that's a lot.
1: And then I also felt bad for them Mm -hmm. when they were like, oh, I've been trying for five years. Like, you waited for five years to have a child, and you don't know that you just ended up with a maniac.
0: Oh, that's thought... so when you say what, especially when you say it
1: like that. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, wow, they have no idea what they're in for.
0: So Sean just reassures Rachel and just tells her that she just needs to love him, and Rachel agrees, just saying that he's no different than any other kid. Oh, child. Anyway, so you thought. <laughs> so as Neil and Rachel tuck in Mikey for the night, he charms them once again because clearly, when they first met, he asked them like, "What do you want me to call you?" And they're like, you can start with Rachel and Neil, which is basically a way for us to learn their names. But as they're tucking him in, he's like, I love you, mom and dad. And that's supposed to, you know, oh, he's such a sweetheart. He loves his home already, you know. <laughs> <that was good. laughs> so then we cut into a scene into Neil and Rachel's room. And the first thing I noticed was this bed. How 90s were those bed sheets? They're cheetah print. First, okay. First of all, they're navy, but then it has like a cheetah print stripe on it. You didn't notice that? That was the first thing. No, I was looking
1: at at the. I was more focused on what she had in her hands in the bathroom. I thought it was like a pregnancy test. A pregnancy test. test? That's what
0: I thought it was too, and I didn't care to rewind it see
1: what... <laughs> I was because I figured on that I that. would find
0: out when I read up after I watched the movie. Because I was thinking, it. so
1: I, with the pregnancy box, I was thinking that she was about to have another kid, and then Mikey's about to get jealous and all that stuff. And but yeah, it didn't go. Anywhere. Which would have
0: been cool. That would have been a cool movie. Yeah, to see. I have no idea what's going on in this scene with Neil and Rachel. I couldn't hear a thing that they were talking about. I just know that they end up kissing, <laughs> and I literally wrote whatever this scene is with Neil and Rachel kissing. But anyway. We check in with Mikey, and we see that, he still's up, that he's still up going through all the toys in his room. This next scene threw me all the way off. We have Neil and Mikey, and they're dressed as Native Americans out in... John, you said they're on the reserve?
1: I think they might have been on a reservation. I vaguely remember someone mentioning
0: reservation, but anyway they're just like native americans i have no idea because this doesn't come back in any type of way i don't even think it's fully explained why it's like this the movie takes place in the movie takes place during halloween
1: maybe it's or a maybe it's uh, just their outfits that they have to wear for target practice i don't know i don't anyway. this might be just related to target practice but
0: e- either way it's kind of yeah especially now but i could be putting my personal feelings into it but we won't go there Mikey asks, Neil if there's another kid, if there had been another kid in their life considering all the toys in this room. And we get more exposition on how the Trentons really couldn't conceive and they actually wanted Mikey. So then as they go back, per usual, they go back to shooting the targets. And the biggest red flag is how Mikey just shoots a bullseye on the first try. Like, flawlessly. His aim was scary. Was, is what? His aim was scary. Very, and too accurate. We then cut to Mikey's first day in school. And I think it was so cute that Ben was so excited to see him. He was like, hi, Mikey. I was like, oh, <laughs> kids are so sweet. So this is when I noticed that it had to be around Halloween because of the Halloween decor. So while they're in class, Mrs. Gilder calls on one of the students for show and tell. Which leads to Marble Time. So Marble Time, I have some reservations about Marble Time. It's explained to us that when the students do something special, they add a marble to, like, this bucket. So the bucket is, like, weighed. And when it weighs a certain amount, it causes, like, a mousetrap-type situation and opens this door, and you get a prize. Marble Time! Okay, that's fine, but this is my problem. (laughs) Because I have a real problem with this. Because later in the movie, the door opens and one person gets the prize out. So you telling me my whole class got to do all this work and I might not get the prize? I'm serious.
1: Yeah, that is a little bit off.
0: I didn't even think
1: about it that way. I just made note that the fact that it was like an elaborate um, contraption just to open up a prize door. Like that thing was
0: elaborate. Mm-mm. It it was like very like Ruth Goldberg. It reminded
1: me of all the daggone uh, TikTok and YouTube videos, and people setting up the little contraptions to make the
0: ball go somewhere. Mm-mm. <laughs> I actually watched those. <laughs> no, I like those. I feel like if you spent that much time setting it up, the least I could do was watch it. The least I can do. So while the boys are walking home, Ben suggests that they cut through a cemetery for a shortcut. And this really made me think of the scene from The Good Son when they did the same exact thing. It was so funny.
1: He was like, I know a shortcut through the cemetery. You scared? No.
0: You sure? <laughs> okay. As the boys walk through the cemetery, Mikey talks to Ben about how it must be sad having one parent. This is how we find out that Ben doesn't have a dad, he's passed. As this is going on, Mikey is asking Ben all these questions like, Did you see him die? Like the good Did son. Did you touch his body? Literally, like you said, just like the good son. And not <laughs> I said, Wow, this is like scene from the good son. <laughs> Mikey gets upset when the tables turn and Ben starts to question him about his parents. And he says, my parents are dead. And why did you say that? And Ben's like, well, I mean, considering you're adopted, I mean, I kind of just assumed. I mean, that's a logical.
1: It is. Because, I I'll mean, it's either, is. I
0: mean, if they're not dead and they're still here, which one is worse? Would you rather your parents be dead or they be here and you're adopted? I guess depending topic. on the circumstance. Like, if they're, they weren't fit to take care of you, I guess that's different. But Mikey takes off and abandons Ben. While Ben is looking for Mikey, he finds him lying on a newly filled grave. And Mikey says this line about dead people aren't the ones to be scared of, living people are. And
1: I literally wrote that down and I was like, what the fuck? What's... Especially the way that he said it. He like, he looked at, he's first of all, he jumped up and scared Yeah. Ben. Then put his arms behind his head. Like he relaxing and says, dead people aren't the ones to be afraid of living people are
0: and okay I'm just gonna say this now I was gonna wait this movie it goes back and forth from being creepy and being cheesy <laughs> like that line right there like I didn't need that like we I, we already seen him murder his entire family like I, I already know you're crazy I don't need you to do this extra and I, don't, I think it could be just the way that it's delivered Like, it's too creepy kid. Like, it's too on the nose. Well, I can say that he actually nailed the creepy kid in this movie. But in certain parts. Like, when he speaks, that's when I don't like it. Like, it's a line at the end that really upset me. And it's a few of them that he delivers. But I don't know if it's, like, the delivery or what it is. But it's certain scenes that he does really well with being creepy and making you really scared of him. Like, yeah, no, I'm not... (laughs) No. And then there's other ones that you're just like, what is he, a Chucky doll or something? Like, he's literally spitting out these lines like Chucky. Yeah. Later on, we find Neil and Rachel, and they're analyzing Mikey's drawings. Like, they're reading a Litchett's book from Rugrats or something. And Neil tells Rachel that water means that he's adventurous and broad minded. Basically,
1: the picture that they're looking at is. Yeah, a pic- I didn't even look at it. What so was it? It was basically he drew the fact that he. uh, Drowned his sister That's what I
0: thought I don't know if I was writing notes But it went by so quick And I seen that it was water And I seen something pink in it
1: Yeah so it was And I was
0: just like okay It was the the little girl In the pool that drowned Meanwhile at the Owens house Ben and Mikey are playing with Butch The family dog Oh look And then so
1: I actually put like wait they didn't disclose the fact that his previous foster parents mysteriously died they can't do that but then later on I mm-hmm. find out it's a closed that adoption the case
0: was closed yeah. yeah but I wouldn't want to do a closed adoption because clearly right at the Owens house Ben and Mikey are playing with Butch the family dog. I'm not sure what exactly happens, but I guess the frog somehow gets out of Ben's hand and he chases him down the hallway because Rosie the cat is now chasing the frog. As that happened, Mikey happens to find a picture of Jesse. Can we talk about Jesse's outfit? <laughs> Did Sis just take that picture yesterday? Cause it looks like it I kid you not. It looks like one of these little TikTok Vosco girls. Skinny, skinny, skinny.
1: You know, photos you like know, she has like are back in style. she
0: has a burgundy crushed velvet it looks like a bodysuit in my opinion i don't know how to describe it it's kind of like a corset vibe then she has like high-waisted jeans but then the filter of the photo it's not a filter but That's it's that definite Precious 90s in the filter 90s. that we all use yeah. now on ig stories and stuff like that um <clears throat> history repeats itself trends come back around right so back at school We see that Mikey is actually cheating in the marble jar. He's, like, putting more marbles than he's supposed to, which Sean catches him, and she tells him that she won't tell on him, but she makes him promise that he has to tell. We later follow the Trentons at the zoo, and this moment is all 90s. I don't know if you ever had zoo books when you were little. Yeah. This is exactly what that is. Like, even the shots of the animals was all types of zoo books. So, anyway... There's an older couple that's sitting at the pond, and they, um, the wife leaves her purse, which Mikey charmingly comes and returns it. As Mikey, as Mikey declines a reward from the husband, the couple continues to gush over how sweet and charming Mikey is. Really planting those seeds, but like, him.
1: and that's why I said it's so weird because he does good deeds, but he's rotten as hell. But I'm saying, I think isn't that what they do? They like they're deceiving, aren't they? I know, but it was just like it was too much for me at that point. I'm like,
0: but then it's what he says after that whole little ordeal. So after the couple makes him feel good and they make nature. After the couple kind of like gush over him and tell Neil and Rachel how amazing he is and he looks like him, um, Mikey's like, okay, well, let's go see the snakes. Get it? I was like, I don't know. Well, I didn't catch that. The writing in this movie, that's why I'm like, the writing in this movie, somebody was doing a good job. And then there was another writer that was fucking it up because. Some of this is really, really good. Like the puns and like the little slick lines that he says. Now, I did catch some of
1: the little slick lines like closer to the end, and I was like, what
0: in the world? But then when he turns into like this little Chucky and it's supposed to be intentionally creepy, it doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work. So, Sean and Rachel are walking through, I don't know, the city, through the town, some type of area. And Sean finds out that Mikey didn't tell his parents about cheating, but she doesn't bring it up. What does get brought up is Rachel asks if Sean is still interested in purchasing a gun. It wasn't brought up in the movie, but I'm assuming this must have been a conversation between friends. And in the middle of this food court or wherever they're at, Miracle Mile, they they literally put their shoulders together And Rachel takes a gun out of her purse and puts it into Sean's. Kind of like how we give each other tampons. I mean, I feel like now we just hand them to each other. Yeah, I don't care. But like how we used to do in middle school and we didn't want the boys to know. Just like that. But I'm like, a whole gun? In public, though? You couldn't do that in the car. Or when y'all was trying to say bye to each other. Like, in the bathroom. Like, something. Anyway. Back in school. Another thing that this movie does... It makes so many unnecessary cuts in between scenes. And one of them, they do it so much that they actually mess up somewhere. And I want to know if you caught it, because I caught it. So we go back to school, and we see that Mikey drew another picture. And this one is of a turkey fixing a pilgrim. Basically, it's a beheaded pilgrim which i'm actually kind of not mad not at that, that mikey
1: i'm not i'm kind of with you
0: boo like was, you know
1: look before the, the uh, lady had not the lady the teacher had got to him this little girl she was like i like stuffing and i put i like stuffing too what well i know you hate thanksgiving but stuffing is tough. yeah we top probably nice. lost
0: listeners when i said that
1: <laughs> anyway i like i like thanksgiving and thanksgiving food so don't give up on us
0: <laughs> so she shows the drawing to mr jenkins and he dismisses the drawing, even though Sean believes that Mikey could be suffering from unattachment syndrome. He's a douche. Yeah, I'm like, I hate when people do that. Don't tell me to look for all these red flags and all of these signs. And then when I give you the the signs and the red flags, you give me this rigmarole about how I'm wrong.
1: I'm actually glad that she stuck up for herself, though. Because, you know, most people, well, not most people, but, like, in most most of these movies. Yeah, most (laughs) of these movie people, they would have just, like, went along with it. But she stuck her guns and was like, why did you make us do this if you're not going to uphold your end of the deal?
0: Right. We cut to a scene of Mikey playing outside, but it's also mixed with cuts of Rachel watching him play outside. So Rachel's watching him play, and to her, it just looks like he's playing baseball by himself. But then, when you cut to Mikey, he's, and what does he say? He says, like, something about being bloody.
1: Yeah, he was, like, the, ball the bloody, Because yeah, he like, hit himself in the face with the ball. But
0: she's, like, oh, that's cute. He's playing by himself. I'm, like, no, ma'am, you don't even hear what this boy is saying. Like, he literally lays out on the floor. And the baseball player bleeds out on the floor. I'm, like, what? <laughs> then it cuts once again back to Sean, and she's looking up Mikey's old records. She makes a phone call to her friend. I believe her friend's name is Eva. And this is where we find out that this was a closed adoption with sealed records. So we can't really get too much information, or at least not from them. We can't.
1: Yeah, again, I don't know if I would ever do a closed adoption if I was to adopt. (laughs) I need to know the background of the child that I'm bringing into my home.
0: We get another cut to another scene of Coach Jenkins lining up the kids. In this scene, if you've ever worked with kids lining putting kids in a single file line is the hardest thing to do ever like I just hear him he's like you need to listen 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 I cannot tell you how many times I say that word in 20 minutes especially with kids this age they just have their own agenda but anyway they're playing um I believe they're playing like dodgeball or some type of sport to where they're um, in teams and they're doing skins and shirts but Mikey doesn't want to take his shirt off. And I'm trying to figure out why he doesn't want to take his shirt off either. I'm like, um...
1: I mean, I get it. But at the same time, I was kind of like, okay, maybe he's uncomfortable. Kudos to you for not wanting to take your shirt off and stand on your ground. Because in this day, you know, remember this is the 90s. But in right. this and age, if I, like... You won't find a teacher or a coach or whatever trying to make you do shirts versus skins. Yeah. Unless you, like, collegiate or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, in elementary school, that's... That was definitely that's, a thing. Yes,
0: yeah, little odd. So Mr. Jenkins takes Mikey inside and asks him how he likes his new home, what's his favorite movie, and I love that Mikey says A Nightmare on Elm Street, but I'm definitely sure that they wrote that because Mimi Craven is in the movie, so you know.
1: Yeah, definitely he said that he liked Freddie, and I was—I made this note. I said, hey, you and this kid both like Freddie. Now I'm giving you the evil eye. Well, the side eye. <laughs> Give me the side eye now, Ashley.
0: You should be worried. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If I pop up missing, it was her. So I it wouldn't be her, probably be my ex. But. Right, okay. <laughs>
0: Got that info. <laughs> so Mr. Jenkins is basically just trying to find out why doesn't Mikey want to take his shirt off. And I think it's basically alluded very lightly that his original parents were abusive and he has scars, basically. But Mikey averts the question by asking Mr. Jenkins about this skeleton, this random-ass skeleton, but, that happens to be a 10-year-old boy's body.
1: But that kind of had me confused a little bit. Because I'm like, I thought the skeletons were just like fake skeletons. I didn't know they was they're really... they real,
0: s- they're real, the real spe- ones are cheaper. What? It ain't that crazy? Real bones are cheaper than fake ones. So... Never mind, I don't, I'm not gonna, some of y'all probably knew exactly what I was about to say, but I'm not gonna ruin it for her, just in case she hadn't seen the movie yet. Are you talking about this movie? No, it's another movie that uses real skeletons Oh. in a scene, and it might have messed up the money for everybody in that movie.
1: Okay, (laughs) but now that's creeping me out, because I'm like, now you, you mean to tell me we
0: have real skeletons in our classrooms? I mean, some of them could have been fake. Like, I'm pretty sure, I, I grew up in Gary, Indiana, and we didn't really have a lot of funding. So depending, we probably have real ones because they were cheaper. That is so scary. But if you probably lived in a more funded place, depending on, but this is a big medical place, so I could see in Baltimore them having real ones. Maybe maybe you did sis. So you be
1: like, right. y'all day should day. really so see my face right now. Yeah, I'm you she's like
0: she can't even talk right now. <laughs> I'm I guess I'm just gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> finish out here we finally meet Jessie as she comes home from school and the boys are playing a prank on her pretending like mikey is unconscious and then we get this little joke that goes through kind of the end of the movie not really about mikey being a good kisser which is disgusting i'm like because how old is she i don't i don't know her boyfriend's supposed to be college age but i think she's still in high school Whole time, that no pulse trick that he did, that was kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, wait, does I'm gonna have that, to try really that. Work? I I'm work? Try- <laughs> because I guess, like, that's on, like, a point already, so the... I don't know how that works. Mikey was able to basically not give himself a pulse by when he was laying on the ground. He had, like, a ball under his arm or under his armpit, something like
1: that. That stopped the circulation yeah. that came from his arm. I'm like... That was kind of cool. I why do you out. even... But why do
0: you know that? I don't know, but he gave me an idea. I'm going to play a prank with someone. Don't... Okay. Anyway. <laughs> As we find out after this prank is over, we find out that Jesse's boyfriend, David, is hiding upstairs in her closet. But later that night... Such 90s, though. Hiding in the closet. But first first of all... Okay. Rewind. Rewind.
1: How First of all, I do want to... How long
0: was you finna sit there? Because what if she ain't come upstairs immediately... What if her mom was home and was like, let's go somewhere and see your relatives? Like, how long was you going to wait? I don't know,
1: but how he get in the house? Probably the same way that... Mikey did?
0: Yeah. Creepy. And this is what I'm talking about. Different times, because you... Who got unlocked windows now?
1: Shoot, we had alarms. Like, we had the little
0: right. things
1: on our windows, so I couldn't even... Somebody asked me one time, have you ever snuck out your house? How? How was I going to do that? We got alarms on the windows. Okay,
0: my door beats when i open it (laughs)
1: right ain't no sneaking in or out this place okay
0: later on that night this boy is never in the bed he is creeping out crawling up the tree up this ladder into jesse's room and i'm thinking he's just gonna like watch her in the window no this boy literally gets in her room stands over her and watches her until he kind of like Get startled by her moving. By then, and that's he moves under the bed. And that's exactly why I have a lock on my window, even though I am not on a ground level, because Nakers is creepy. So I have a note here. When Mikey goes under the bed, did you notice that Butch like hops past him? Yeah, I was like, Well, wow, they still ain't catch that. <laughs> So, Jesse wakes up, and she gets up, and she walks towards the window. How, you didn't notice that big ladder?
1: She no, just he closes closed, the window. He climbed up the tree.
0: Oh, I thought there was a ladder. Mm-mm,
1: he climbed up the tree. Okay,
0: I seen him climb up the tree, but maybe it was like the um, the sliding in the window that made me think that it was a ladder, but it was really like the pane, the yeah, window pain. It's That's one, of, it's one of
1: those windows that slides from left to right instead of opening from yeah, okay. top to bottom. That's
0: why I thought it was a ladder. Or Thank to you. top. So, i don't know when this happens because the cut is kind of weird but we get a scene of mikey feeding butch to a fish and i'm not sure if that was in jesse's room or did he go back home with the frog because he went back home i was very confused i couldn't figure it out the next day at school mikey spells assassin correctly with the help of that little boy what's that little boy name ben Ben, yes with the help of i was about to say bob Um, he does look (laughs) like bob (laughs) This earns the class marble time, which Mikey wins a watch, and that's what I was saying. Like Mikey just got here,
1: and that was a very extravagant prize dispenser. Like it just did all this extra stuff. Just it was a
0: balloon, <laughs> <laughs> like, just like just to open marbles, up all types of stuff. A door for a toy watch. So Mikey comes home to show his baby fishes new prize. He says, "I know you guys don't know much about time, but here is very important to us." And I was trying to figure out, like, is he trying to, like, suddenly say that somebody's time is about to run out? Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that is good because you don't know what, like, what does that yeah. mean? It's creepy. And he's saying it regular. Like, he's not trying to be scary. You know what I mean? Sean then calls Mikey's old school after earlier, after he won the spelling bee, he said that he won the spelling championship in Oklahoma City. So Sean goes ahead and calls that school where they tell him that his name used to be Michael Kelvin and he was involved in a family that was completely murdered and it was never solved. Mikey then watches from his roof as Miss Owens and Ben leaves and pops up on Jesse acting like he didn't know that Ben was there. She then offers to take him on a boat ride, which is this scene. it It wasn't weird, but then it got weird. Because she's, like, talking to him and she mentions again about this whole good kisser thing. I'm like, she's why 15. is she bringing that up?
1: She was 15. Yeah, but still, it doesn't matter. No, I'm, I'm just saying, now know her age, she's
0: 15. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know I know it's funny, you asked, and then it's later in my notes. But I was just like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <clears throat> so we then get more exposition that Jessie actually goes to a boarding school because she was kicked out of her high school, but they never really say, like, why she was kicked out. But anyway, this scene just... I didn't even think I paid attention to the rest of this scene because it was just kind of weird for me. Very weird. Yeah. Mikey is then watching the murders he recorded. But my thing is... Oh, did she... The dad... Like, did she told him you can look but don't stare? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the scene gets really weird. Like... Okay, Jesse notices that Mikey is staring at her. Obviously, she's in the bathing suit. She jumps in the water from the boat. It's like a little paddle boat. And then she gets back in. So, obviously, she's wet, whatever. And he's just staring at her. And she notices. And she goes, well, it's okay to look. Just make sure you don't stare. But when those other girls start to look, something about treating them right. And I'm like, what is this scene? Anyway.
1: Weirdo. Later on.
0: Neil is coming in to um, tuck Mikey in for bed. But when he comes in, Mikey's watching the video of the first family getting killed. I'm I'm
1: laughing because it's hilarious to me. Because he was like, what you watching? Oh, just a horror film.
0: And I'm just like, okay, now. (laughs) I'm not judging Mikey for watching horror films. Because clearly me and John, they watch them as kids. Which is why we're doing Kids in Horror Month. But it's funny but, as a parent, his... you check and see what's on the screen. But he cut it off. I don't care. No, he. And cut... that makes
1: me. Oh, the dad cut it off. No, Mikey cut. He said, "Oh, just a horror film," and then cut it off. But no, was... that makes me. That means I need to definitely check it because you wasn't supposed to be watching it. Uh, I'm I'm laughing so hard because of the fact that he recorded himself killing his family and then sit up there and called it a horror film. I'm so
0: weak. And then calls it Mikey's funniest home videos. Later, the, the, yeah. I'm like, sir, no, you know, come on. <laughs> Later on that night, he goes back to peeping and recording Jesse, but gets upset when he finds out that he's really about to watch her and David do the nasty. So, um, they kind of give us a little scene here. I was not ready for, but anyway. Yes, we see we see teens have sex all the time, but I don't know how old they were doing this. Normally, we see grown people playing teens, so who cares? I don't even know if I even saw her naked, but at the same time, I was writing notes, so if I, did, it I didn't... It wasn't
1: think. her that was naked. It was somebody else who um had her boobs. It was the other
0: mother who had her boobs. Okay. Naked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So Mikey smashes a window in order to interrupt them as Jesse goes in to check... Oh, no, no, no. I'm jumping here. Mikey smashes a window to interrupt them As David and Jesse go out to check and see what happens They see that no one's there But Mikey is in the bushes And all of a sudden We hear a cat make that Cat noise that we all know Is not a good cat noise because He killed the cat Mikey killed the cat He then stages Rosie under David's tire To make it look like David ran Josie over After he's asked to leave by Jesse Because she's spooked out by the night's event
1: I still can't. I'm like, he ran over that dead cat.
0: But the thing is, he taped the whole thing once again. Like, all of this is getting taped. First of all, <laughs> where are you getting the tape for this, son? <laughs> Second of all, they not asking him what's because he has to be charging it. So they not asking him what's on this camera or no? Well, if you
1: had saw at one point, the camera was set up recording the fish tank. So they probably just think he's recording, like, innocent things.
0: Probably. Dang, he's smart. Well, we then see Mikey with the frame photo that we seen him with earlier. And I'm trying to figure out when did he steal this photo of Jesse and David? You know what I'm talking about? Creep. Yeah. We cut to the next day at school where we find Mikey staring at a picture of Jesse that he obviously stole from the house. But while he's staring at the picture, he's self-mutilating himself with a thumbtack, like, on his forearm, like, just, like, pricking himself. Miss Gilder finds out that Mikey is just really distracted. So as she calls him up to the desk trying to figure out what he's looking at, she notices the scars and suggests to the Trentons that he should see a therapist. But they definitely don't want to hear it. Even though at this point, I think that Mr. Jenkins is in on the conversation too. Like they're both telling him like, your son needs help. But they get fed up and they leave. Again, parents never want to see the truth. Mikey loses it when he finds out that Rachel has sold the baby fish he's supposed to be taking care of. He uh, <sighs> his acting, this is like this tantrum, I hated it. It was yeah, abysmal. Like it was big, it was too it was like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate it was just <laughs> I'm like, You were doing so good, kid. Like so good. Anyway, he later brings her flowers for being the best mommy or you know, trying to like Make up for his little tantrum he did earlier. And it's almost like a repeat scene of the bathtub scene from the opening. He then twirls a curling iron while talking to Rachel and alludes to if he throws it in the water, it would be like an electric chair.
1: That kid has a
0: fascination with electrocution. Now this is where I think that they mess up. There's a scene that comes back... Or... Remember I said that. I'm going to talk about this so you can understand why this doesn't make sense. The next scene, we see that Mikey gives Jesse with the stuffed cat. So obviously this is the same day. This is just probably a little later, I'm assuming. David comes and they talk outside. And this is where David is apologizing and is basically begging for Jesse back. And of course, Mikey is eavesdropping, but Ben is with him too. Ben just thinks this is just like... Spying on my big sister. Mikey actually has a motive for spying here. Then another thing I noticed, and it was funny because as soon as I said it in my notes, they say it in a movie. And I'm like, the mom is never there. Because when you think about it, she wasn't there at night because she was at work. Yeah. Now it's playing day and she's not there. And as soon as I say that, Mikey goes, where's your mom? And Ben's like, "She's has a friend. And he was like, she why? She getting
1: her back on. Right.
0: And he was like, just wanted to know. And later we find out this is where, Hold
1: on. cause there is no reason why you are never at home unless you were the man or I mean, working. She could just be tired of her kids. I don't know. She's stressed. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we get another jump cut to Sean finding an article on the opening events. She then makes another phone call to her friends to see if she can get a checkup call on this. We get another jump cut. As I keep saying, this movie constantly jumps from scene to scene to scene. Now it's nighttime and Jesse and David are in the jacuzzi. As the Trentons are going to check on Mikey, Neil suggests against it, saying that we should leave him alone and trust him. And with that, Mikey is able to sneak out for the night. Jesse and David are playing by the pool and at this part, she pushes him in the pool. She could have hurt him. Did you see how close he was to the edge when he fell in? And then this is another thing I have. <laughs> this is another thing I have to pick with movies. Why do people think it's okay to push people in the pool? What clothes am I going to put on when I get out? I'm just supposed to sit there wet? Like, she can jump in the jacuzzi with her clothes on because she lives there.
1: I mean, you just got to give somebody clothes to drive home in.
0: What is he going to wear? Ben's
1: clothes? Her daddy, the dad, dead dad clothes might still be in the house.
0: Okay. I was about to say her dad is dead. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Some people
1: aren't quick to pack up, you know, belongings or whatever.
0: Of course, Mikey isn't far away as he calls the Owens home and stages a phone call with his old videos. While Jesse is answering the phone, Mikey approaches David and kills him by kicking the radio into the jacuzzi, electrocuting him. And once again, we that get kid another is fascinated line. fascinated with electrocution. Yeah, it's, well, I guess that's supposed to be like his calling card. Yeah, I guess. We get another little line here, once again, that we didn't need. You should watch out for the radio. Why? Because it's dangerous. It can kill you, kicked it over. Like, come on now. (laughs) So once again, we cut to another scene of Sean as she gets a hold of Detective Reynolds and they discuss Mikey. Detective Reynolds tells Sean that Mikey... Oh, no, no, no. We then jump cut to another scene of Sean as she gets a hold of Detective Reynolds and they discuss Mikey. We get interrupted by Mr. Jenkins telling Sean that Mikey and Ben won't be in school today because David died. Which I immediately call BS. Why does Mikey not have to come to school? You had nothing to do with that. You just live next door. It might be
1: traumatic to, like, see your neighbor, okay, boyfriend dick. Because you you. Just, I guess If he, he saw, if he saw what it, you're okay. Yeah, especially since, like, if you saw during the daytime when he looked out the window and saw that she was laid by the pool, mm-hmm. you could clearly see the pool and everything from the yeah. window. So he probably was like, yeah, I saw it happen. Okay,
0: that's true.
1: Also, now this... did you
0: peep that he recorded? Yeah, he literally records everything, literally everything. Right. Now, this people, rewind, this scene right here is misplaced. Now, remember, we just saw David die. Yeah. It was nighttime. Why does it cut to a scene of Rachel coming to sit at her vanity with the tub still filled with that blue water? And this is when she picks up the
1: curling iron? That scene wasn't right there.
0: Yes, it was. It comes right after David dies. I just watched this movie, and I'm like... Was this scene misplaced or something? It literally comes right after Mr. Jenkins tells Sean that they aren't going to be in school. And then she tells him that they need to talk about Mikey. And she's like, I'm going to talk to you after my next class. And then it cuts to this scene of Rachel coming to sit down oh, at the vanity. Okay. Like she just got out of the tub. The tub is still filled with water. But we just seen the whole day go past. Maybe she took another bath. No. <laughs> i call bs and that this scene was originally supposed to go before david died which makes sense if you think about it i don't know i'm not sure what happened here that scene is not supposed to go there i definitely know that and at least they should have taken the water out of the tub then well I wouldn't yeah have said i think, I think it's like it. i feel like because you can tell you know how it is when you get out the tub and you put your towel on your robe on she's doing that and tying up her hair like she's getting out the tub. So I'm like, this is definitely misplaced. It has to be.
1: Yeah, but it makes sense putting it right there because David just died from electrocution. Now you're sitting at your vanity and you have your curling iron in your hand and you're remembering the fact that the boy just talked about electrocuting you by throwing it. And which I
0: get that, but they needed, I don't know if there was supposed to be another scene or if it was supposed to be different or maybe they just decided to do all the bathroom scenes in one and one of the PAs didn't check the bathtub. You don't get past me, movie. Anyway. (laughs) In the next scene, we have Jesse and Mikey off at the dock, and she's, like, venting to him about David, which I get, you know, your boyfriend died, but this is a nine-year-old kid. Like, what are you talking to him for? Go talk to a therapist or go talk to your mom if you can find her. (laughs) Anyway, Mikey says that David might be dead (laughs) because he was punished for killing Rosie, And then he tries to push himself up on Jesse, saying, well, now I can be the only one you love. And now this is weirding Jesse out. She sends Mikey home, and she's kind of putting two and two together. She walks over to the jacuzzi, and she's kind of playing like, he did it, he did it not, with a rose petal, and puts two and two together that Mikey might have been the one that killed David, and this wasn't an accident. Jesse smartly goes to the Trenton's residence to talk to Rachel, and she tells him that she thinks something is wrong with Mikey and that he might have killed David. But of course, Mikey is not far away at all, and he's definitely listening. Rachel has had enough of this and she wants Jesse to leave, which she does. And this is where Mikey comes. Oh uh. No, I jump ahead. With that, Jesse with that, Rachel asks Jesse to leave, and we get another jump cut back to Sean. Finding out about how Grace, which is the first mom in the opening scene, died by electrocution. So now everybody's starting to put electro-man's things together. Again, I don't know what okay, to so it.
1: first off, it's another episode of parents never want to believe when- people when they try to tell them about their kids. And then also, did you see the hidden room like behind the, the, the bookcase? no so it's like alcove? no so um when jesse had first came in there and looking for rachel and see how rachel had came out that room with the towels in her hand yeah that was a bookcase
0: you saw that right i seen her come out but i didn't even like i guess like when i looked she was already out the door i need to see yeah her when again. she came out this is no this house just... is like a total 90s house like first of all, I want there's 20 one aquariums. of those
1: i want a bookcase hidden room
0: you don't need anything like
1: that <laughs> yes i do i need a hidden room in my house that is you can only get to it by going through a bookcase that's mm. what i need
0: okay i have always wanted one of those we cut back to Rachel, we cut back to the Trenton's residence, and Rachel hears a scream coming from upstairs, and runs to find out that Mikey is watching what he calls Mikey's Funniest Home Videos, which is actually a video of David's death.
1: Yeah, and do
0: you see before that, he had, like, took the phone off the hook? I might have. So, before, I before... I know it gets cut off somehow. I thought he did it when she first answered, but it no. was before. No, so, it was... I want to say it was after Jesse
1: had left the house Mm -hmm. or right after um, it jumped back to them being in the house from Sean finding out Mm -hmm. uh, that the other person... Yes, so it was after Sean found out that the other mother died from electrocution. Mm -hmm. She freaked out, and then it jumps back, and then you can see him taking the phone off the hook. And it was a clear phone. You know them clear phones. I always wanted a clear phone. And that's exactly what I put in my notes. Always wanted the clear. Actually, you no, know, I'm lying. I had
0: a purple one. It kind of looked like the purple Game Boy. I had a purple one. No, nah,
1: this know. one was like the clear, clear yeah, one. I've I wanted the clear. Of those. I mean, the
0: purple one was a vibe. I feel like that was a vibe. But um, all I can think about, if I walk in on my adopted, any, not even adopted, if I walk in on a kid <laughs> watching murder videos, I just want. I'm you. not about to plop myself in a chair. Yeah, that pissed me off too. I, I got still, so mad. But and I then, still
1: think it was funny that he called the murders <laughs> Mikey's funniest home
0: videos. <laughs> like, sir. I'm just devastated. Rachel Rachel sits down and calmly asks Mikey to hand her the hammer that he has laid in front of him.
1: First of all, I wouldn't even be asking for you to hand me the hammer after I just watched you I would be running the other it. way. Right.
0: I just it's like, guys, this movie is about to get incredibly stupid, because I feel like <laughs> this is the third act, and I feel like they didn't know how to end the movie. So, Like, some of-, of it is clever, and then it just takes a hard left to where the car flips over and goes down the ditch. Well, so- I can't say all of that, but... No. Just- bear with us so
1: it's like the third act and all the adults just lost all common sense like
0: all common sense just (laughs) went out the window like i'm about to tell you remember earlier i said it was one character that was super smart until the end here it comes Rachel goes downstairs after Mikey pops her in the hand. And I think he catches her in the arm as well. But she gets away no, he didn't
1: catch her in the arm until after she gets the ice for her hand.
0: Oh, so what he does is he smashes her hand. The second time he swings, I don't know if she just like dodges or ducks. But he ends up hitting the aquarium instead. She runs downstairs. First of all, she takes her time to get down there. Because I think she goes somewhere else first. Then she comes to the phone and finds out the phone line is coming.
1: Well, so she goes to the fridge to get ice for her hand. And I put, girl, I would be leaving the house and not exactly. getting ice for my
0: hand. Like, what?
1: Then she stupidly
0: goes back and searches for Mikey.
1: And that's when he pops out with that on other end of the hammer and, like...
0: And just starts going to town on her arm. And, on, and this is why I said that he was, like, a real-life Chucky doll with that hammer. So what I've read is they're trying to say that throughout the movie they were trying to set up that he has like superhuman strength so this is why he can kind of like him killing the cat just like that or um the way he was able to hit his dad with the bat in the beginning so they were trying to say that they were trying to establish that he had the strength of a grown man versus a younger child but i'm like i feel like that basically a real life chucky doll a little better or michael myers but yes both basically in a nutshell it's kind of like michael myers meets chucky in one is mikey so um oh that makes sense mikey chucky michael my that makes sense oh i get it (laughs) my own joke me slapper but
1: she pissed me off because why okay never mind keep going
0: she runs upstairs to lock herself inside of her room as sean and dr jenkins as sean and mr jenkins pull up However, Mikey, as we've seen through this whole movie, Mikey knows how to climb in and out of windows and scale roofs. He climbs in through the window and attacks Rachel. He...
1: No, nah, that was a veranda. Like a balcony type thing? Because that was a door. Did he not climb? He didn't climb? But Where did he get there? How did he get up there? I don't know. But I guess they had like a balcony because he was on that patio door.
0: I thought he like climbed, like you know how. Okay, I'm not telling on myself. I did not do this, people. You know how, like in hotels, how like if the balconies are close enough, you can like climb over it and get into the other hotel. Room? Yeah, that's what I thought he like did. Like opened his window and just like.
1: Yeah, I don't know how he got James there, but he definitely got something. on that balcony. I don't know.
0: So Sean and Mr. Jenkins pull up as this is all going on. And Sean gets to get out the purse. And this is when Mr. Jenkins finds it. And it's like, you don't need that. You're going to shoot yourself. And I'm like, um, actually, sir, we need this, okay? You probably shouldn't have it, which you prove later. So anyway, Mikey sneaks around the window to attack Rachel. And again, common sense goes out the window. I don't know how this happened. She opens the door as he, like, charges towards her And it sends them flying over the balcony, which I call BS because there were 10 good steps between that door and that balcony.
1: Yeah, she pissed me off because she just let that she stood there and just let him come at her with the hammer. And then after the hammer messed up, he picked up that piece of glass. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you just gonna let him run at you with that piece of glass? Like, what is wrong with
0: you? So they fall over the second story, land on the stairs, and Rachel's throat is slit. Like, the glass is in her throat, and... We don't know if Mikey's dead or if he's just unconscious, but he's there and he's not moving. So as Mr. Jenkins and Sean come in, they see the two dead. Mr. Jenkins sends Sean back out as he, I guess he's just scoping the scene. I actually really don't know what he does. He really just looks at Mikey and I feel like he comes right back out.
1: He checked the pulse. Yeah, And then saw that the, both of the. well, of course, you know, the mama didn't have a pulse. She had right. something she jammed did. in her neck. But she checked his pulse and saw that he didn't have a pulse. And instantly, I'm like, he not dead because he knows how to do that daggone pulse. Right, trip. and I was
0: thinking, like, did he have a ball on him or anything because... That would have been a cool way to come back, but I just really wasn't sure what he did. Either
1: way, I'm mad that he just went back outside
0: without calling 911. Because exactly. that's
1: the first thing that I thought of. So nobody going to call 911?
0: But then he goes back inside to call 911 and find that the phone line is dead. But when he does that, he puts the gun that he took from Sean down on the counter, which is when we realized Mikey wasn't dead. Mikey grabs the gun and swiftly puts it back because he's taking the bullets out. So, as Mr. Jenkins comes back around to leave the house... Told you real life Chucky doll, but Chucky would've just shot him. Probably. As Mr. Jenkins comes back around to exit the house, Mikey catches him off guard. Mr. Jenkins tries to shoot him, but there's no guns in the barrel. Well, there's no guns. Mr. (laughs) Jenkins tries to shoot him, but um, there's no ammo in the barrel. And Mikey's like, oh, I guess you were looking for these after he shoots him. Okay. When I watched the movie and he shot him with the arrow, the bow and arrow that they used earlier from the Native American scene, that went in his stomach. That did not go in his heart. Yeah, it went in his Everywhere stomach. Everywhere I read, there. they said it goes in his heart. I'm like, no, it, it was clearly nowhere near yeah. his heart. Which makes me think, how sharp was that arrow for him, for him to get killed? Well, it went straight through him. Oh, did it?
1: Yeah. Okay. You When he, he kind of like turned a little bit and you saw like the
0: arrow went straight through. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it just like went in. Okay. No, it went straight through the other cool. side and then when he laid on the floor you saw that it was... And see, and when I seen Sean discover his body I didn't see it but I might not have just been like looking that hard. So as I said, Sean discovers Mr. Jenkins and fights with Mikey and when I say fight, I mean piss poor fight. She doesn't even like, it's, two parts in this fight where she literally just walks away from him. Like, why don't you just punt this little... Why don't you just get out the house? As soon as I seen Mr. Jenkins,
1: I would have left. Well, the door had closed on her, so at that point...
0: I don't know. I would have figured something out.
1: I think that's why she went through the kitchen, because she was trying to leave.
0: And then... She ain't moved fast enough, because she wasn't injured. (laughs) There was literally nothing wrong with her at this point. Until Mikey comes and... This is the craziest thing I've seen. Mikey kind of tells Mrs. Gilder that she's the best teacher he ever had. He's learned all this stuff with her. But he wants to learn one more thing from her. How to die. But like that. He piss- says it just like that and it pissed me off. But also what pissed me off is,
1: okay, so he's, after he says that, he takes the marble and, oh, well, before that, she's walking through the kitchen. He takes a marble and a slingshot and uh. Th- how do you propels it slings Mm -hmm. it yeah slings it at the back of her head Mm -hmm. so she's like ow then he says that little that little line and then he goes to do the slingshot again like you don't you see that he's about to sling something at you you're not
0: going to duck so the first marble that he slings at miss gilder is like a regular one but the second one is more of a still one, it kind of looks like the ones that he used in the beginning to um, trip his adoptive father. So dad calls and he basically asks about how things going on at home and tells Mikey that he'll be home soon. Mikey turns on all the oven dials on high and leaves the house to go see Jesse. She shooes him off but he isn't taking no for an answer. He goes in the other way, aka the, wind the mirror, Danny. right?
1: <laughs> all the adults in this movie piss me off. Like, mm-hmm. how can this kid just be killing all these people like
0: this? After Jesse sends her out of his room, she then hears multiple gunshots, which turns out to be another one of Mikey's home movies. Which I was trying to figure out, what home movie is this? Is this something we ain't seen yet? I was trying to figure. I'm pretty sure those was gunshots because I'm like nobody else's death sounded like that. So who who could that have been? when did he play that after he oh downstairs downstairs in her house and she goes downstairs and she cuts the tv off oh i don't know if that's one of his movies or he just turned on the tv to like get her out the room it was just very loud so then she walks upstairs because she knows he's in the house and mikey was ahead of his time with his little photoshop skills so that photo that he stole actually had jesse and david in it and he like cuts out a picture of himself and puts it on top of david i'm like okay early photoshop so mikey corners jesse and nearly shoots her but misses and ends up shooting the picture of her right in the chest which i'm like out of all the times you miss this when you miss i don't think he really wanted to kill her he probably didn't his feelings was probably hurt neil's Dad soon arrives home and greets Mikey and waves off Jesse, although she's trying to warn him. He just thinks he's waving. Like, girl, instead of trying to wave at him, you need to be calling 911. Right. Neil somehow just pissed me off. How did you not see that blood on the phone? The phone is on the wall and it's kind of, I don't know if anybody has a house to where the phone is right there, but it's like a chair that you can sit there and maybe like a little desk, maybe like you can take messages or something. If I'm sitting in the chair, I'm going to see the phone, especially because he's facing it, but he doesn't see it. Mikey's sitting there talking to him and they're having a little, you know, come home banter. And Mikey says, come on, dad, I want to show you something. He takes Neo to a setup of Rachel, Sean, and Mr. Jenkins. And the 10-year-old... Which, how the heck did he get this skeleton?
1: I don't know. That was weird. Yeah,
0: anyway... It's a setup of Rachel Sean, Mr. Jenkins, and the skeleton sitting at the table, and they're all posed as if they're having dinner.
1: Man, this this little scene tripped me all the way out because, first of all, how you set all them people up at the table, you, you really took the time out to set all them people up at the table. Yes.
0: At that point, I was too done with this Then <laughs> left your house to go talk to Jesse to come back in time for your dad. To pull up and think you were already in the house. And I'm telling you, at this point, I was so done with this movie. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This movie had potential, but it does. I think it had just so many ideas that it didn't know how to effectively collide them. So what happens is, Neil is so shook that he doesn't even know what to think. I've seen, okay, the way I interpreted the movie is we just get a cut. Of Mikey throwing a cocktail bomb into the house. Now remember, all the gas oven dials yeah. are on high. So now you got the house filled with gas. So it's an easy bomb. Yes, the house immediately blows up. Now when but I went back and
1: red that pissed that not pissed me off, but that like took me out too because I'm like, you out here throwing a maltov cocktail? Like who are you? And like, where, did where did you, you come even from? That?
0: Like <laughs> it literally comes out of nowhere. You just hear Neil screaming, and it literally just cuts to Mikey just. Chucking the bomb towards the house, and it blows up, so obviously everyone is presumed to be dead. When I read the plot thing, whatever you want to call it, it says that Neil sees Mikey throw it. I'm like, I don't know what's true. I do think that he saw him throw it though you do yeah i I don't know. it was a lot going on. The house blows up, and we end the movie with the firefighters talking to the Owens family. Where they tell them that everybody in the house was dead, they even found the remains of a 10-year-old boy. Which we find out is a lie, because later on, the next day, Mikey was found, what? What I was about
1: to say, I knew that it was a lie, because I just remembered from that... The skeleton. uh, Yeah, Yeah. because they said that the skeleton Mm -hmm. was of a A 10-year-old
0: boy. So that's why I'm like, it all comes back, but I still just want to know... Where the heck did he get? How did he get the skeleton from the classroom into the house with nobody seeing? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, we find out that Mikey isn't dead. Later on the next day, he was actually found walking up, like I think they said, like Route 20 or Route 40, and he was pretending to have amnesia. And now his name is Josh, and once again, he's been brought into the system to be adopted to another family. That has no Poor idea family. what's about to happen to them. Are you going to be my mommy and daddy? And of course, as Johnny is imitating, they do that whole creepy Aww. kid thing with a devilish smile. And that is the ride called Nike.
1: That's a crazy ass ride. That movie girl. gave me my life last night. It gave me everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John A,
0: girl, yeah. come with me to this souvenir shop. Girl, come on. It seems you survived. Well, before you go, join us in the souvenir shop. So Mikey released in 1992. There are a few little posters for this, and I feel like they lay on the evil child really thick. So one of them you get is like a photo, and I think this is like when they're at the zoo. It's a photo of Neil, Rachel, and Mikey, but then it has like a split cut of like a red devil-looking Mikey with like a greenish eye. It looks super weird. But now one thing... The tagline of the movie says like, remember Jason and Freddie were once kids too. First of all, y'all disrespectful because how y'all gonna name drop... How, first of all, rewind. You have Mimi Craven in the movie. You name drop the movie, but you spell Freddie's name wrong on the cover. But then spell it right on the back of the cover in the movie description. Somebody's PA needs to get fired. Anyway, the next cover I like is just um a basic... Well, it's not basic. It's just the complete... Picture of Mikey in red. Then we have one, and this is one I wanted to show you, Johnny. It's like a portrait of Mikey, but he seemed to have ripped the head off of a My Buddy doll. So this is where I was kind of getting the Chucky and Michael vibes. Especially because okay. you know that yeah. Chucky's based off of My Buddy. Let's see. Do we have any ratings for Mikey? Oh, I haven't seen this one. Look at this one. So there's another cover. I just no, seen I see it. not seen one. It's a picture of Mikey with the little cocktail bomb and, like, a picture of the house in the foreground, like, exploding. Wow. I see exactly why this got banned. (laughs) Mikey has a rating of 5.7 on IMDb and a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeanne, what do you rate, Mikey?
1: I'm going to give this movie a 90. Okay, 90! yeah 90 for the 90 i'm gonna give it a 90 um because this movie definitely even though it was a little horrible acting at some points this movie definitely made up for the good son tenfold Again. like sorry guys this sorry. movie took the cake i whoo i was lit in my room <laughs> last night like what in the world
0: i do like this movie this is my second time seeing it now um I don't know. I really liked it, but it kept losing me when he just kept doing the -the over-the-top creepy kid thing. So, I think I'm going to give Mikey an 81. I had to give him a 90 because the good son was horrible. Yeah, I mean, the good son was terrible. But, you know, everybody gets their own individual rating scale here at Destination 180. With that being said, people... That does it for our kids in Horror Month. Get ready, because we're going to skip Thanksgiving, because we don't care about it. We're going straight to Christmas. (laughs) My birthday is in the month of November. Her birthday is in the month of November, but it's not Thanksgiving.
1: Sometimes it is. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm not Thanksgiving. Like every five years.
0: It's weird. Maybe. It's like seven something. Well, guess what? We'll celebrate that. When we bring out our Christmas horror movies. Guys, I can't wait for you to see our lineup. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.